Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, Akil Stokes here. Welcome back to the Trading Coach Podcast, a special video edition. So if you're not listening to this or watching this, I guess, on Spotify or YouTube, make sure you head over to one of those platforms and check it out. One of my goals for this year as I was going over the the different Trading Coach podcast stats and trying to see how I can get better at growing the show and promoting it and all the business stuff that I hate doing, one of the things that came up was that the video versions of the podcast performed a lot better than the audio version. So despite me not liking to show my face on camera, you guys apparently like to see my face on camera. So one of my goals is to do that more this year. Speaking of goals, that is the subject of today's podcast, right? Happy New Year, by the way. We're kicking off another year, 2024. It's happened so quickly. And it's around this time of the year where everyone has their brand new shiny goals. They're excited. They can rip up what happened in 2023, start fresh in 2024, and kind of get going after it. The problem is most people actually don't get going after it, right? Most of us will spend all this time planning goals and writing out goals and getting all fired up and motivated about our goals. And it usually lasts for maybe, what, 15, 30 days max. And then before you know it, we're back in our old habits and it's the end of 2024 and we're getting ready to fire up those same new goals for 2025 and in 2025 becomes 26, 27, 28 and before you know it, 10 years have passed and we haven't really gotten started on any of it, right? I noticed firsthand from working and I used to work in a fitness center, right? So we get all these new signups at the beginning of the month and you see all these new faces and it's packed January 1st, January 2nd, January 3rd and then by the time February 1 comes, it's just the regulars and everyone that was coming to uh, obtain all those fitness goals are gone. So I want to have this podcast talk about why that is and what you can do to avoid that situation. That way you can actually get started and follow through on your goals. And by the time we get to this time, 2024, you're working on goals not to kind of make it for a bad 2023, but goals to continue the momentum of what you achieved in 2024. And I remember reading about this because I am someone who is a constant procrastinator. I am someone that has trouble getting started like most of you guys. And I remember um, the change in my life came from reading, um, what's his name? James, James Clear's book called Atomic Habits. And he talked about something called the accretia effect. I think I'm pronouncing that the right way, but it was basically talking about procrastination, understanding why we do it and handing out some solutions on how we can stop doing it. So that's what I want to talk to you guys about today. So what is the acrasia effect? Well, it is basically the state of acting against our better judgment. So procrastinating, right? Knowing that we are supposed to do something, knowing that it's probably better for us if we actually do something, but 
deciding not to do it or deciding not to follow through with it, right? I'm sure we've all experienced that in some aspects of our life. And that is a natural part of human, of, of being a human being. So I'm not saying that, you know, we should never follow through with anything that procrastination is unhuman. We should be robotic, right? Just like trading, we got to kind of pick our battles. We need to understand that we are going to have human type elements for certain things, but for other things, we need to overcome those and, and, and do for the better. So let's talk about the, the, the why this is happening. So this happens because of how our brain works, because of instant gratification, because of how we see the future versus the present, right? It is very easy to plan for the future, right? This is why so many people are good at planning for future goals. This is why you've heard me mention in countless other trading coach podcasts and the little shorts that I put out on social media that, you know, whenever I've started businesses in the past, one of the things that I hate is that initial business meeting. We're all excited and we gather around the table, usually at a food spot because I like to eat. And then we spend so much time talking about the bigger elements of the business, you know, what credit cards are we going to get? What's the logo going to look like? Um, the stuff that really doesn't matter where my mind is, is really more so geared towards like, Hey, how can we start making money as quickly as possible? What are the, the, the actual kind of meat and potatoes of this business? But the reason why we don't like discussing that is because that is present stuff. That is stuff that actually matters. It's much easier and much more fulfilling for us to think about the future. It's kind of like dreams and desires and whenever the, the Tony Robbins stuff, imagine your perfect life, right? It is pleasurable to think about your perfect life. It is pleasurable to think about, ah, in five years, I'm going to be here. Or, you know, when I set this weight loss goal in August, I'm going to be down 15 pounds and chiseled like a rock and be out here looking like a, like a shirtless Jason Greystone, something like that. It's easy for us to envision that. And that's why it's very easy to think about those future goals. The problem is what is difficult is the present, right? Because when we think about the present, the present is no longer the future. It is now, right? And now is difficult. Now is hard. And when it comes to presently thinking in the now, us as human beings, we like instant gratification. So we like thinking about the future. We like dreaming of what could be. We like instant gratification, meaning I want reward right now, right? I want stimulus right now. What we don't like is delayed gratification, and that typically comes with any goal. Again, let's go back to the shirtless Jason Greystone goal, right? If I want to walk around looking chiseled and shirtless by August 1, and I, I go into the weight room today, guess what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to lose 10 pounds in one day. I'm not going to turn flab into muscles in one day. By the time I get out the weight room on day one, I'm not going to see any noticeable changes. And, and that's hard because it's like, well, why am I doing this? Right? I, I've done this thing that was hard. I've gotten no visible changes or measurable changes out of it. All I got is the pain of doing it and the pain of kind of being unsatisfied or undersatisfied. And that's why a lot of people have a problem, um, you know, with following through with their goals. We, we want instant gratification. We want our dream life or our dream, whatever it is. But when we do it, we don't get any instant gratification. We don't feel like we've gotten any closer to our dream. So it's like, what's the point? And that's something that the human body and the human brain really doesn't like. Again, another good example of it is like, imagine going to work, right? When you're maybe not now, cause you're used to it, but imagine going to work when you're, when you're young, right? 
if you were to go to work, right, the first thing happens when you go to work when you're young and you realize you get paid every two weeks, right? It's very hard to go to work because you're like, okay, I'm going to work. I don't get any money. I'm going to work. I don't get any money. And then you know it comes in two weeks, so you get excited, right? But for those two weeks of working before you get that paycheck, it's very, very hard. Imagine you getting paid every day. How much more motivated you would be to go to work. If you knew you got a paycheck at the end of each day, you'd be a lot more excited about going to work because you know that, hey, I go to work, I get paid right away. I go to work, I get paid right away. You get a little bit of that instant gratification compared to waiting for that longer, that bigger picture result. Now, you know, just magnify that by a lot more time than two weeks and you can see how hard it actually is. So, how do we beat our procrastination? How do we surpass this uh, acrasia effect? Well, there's a good quote that I remember from the book. I wrote it down and it was from, um, gosh, I think it was from James Clear. Actually, I forgot who, who it was by, but it said, be the architect of your future actions, not the victim of it. And this is kind of step one of a, a three-part strategy of how to overcome this procrastination. Now, the first one is gonna be create a commitment device, meaning like create some type of choice that you do in the present that is going to help you in the future, right? And there, there's many tricks around this. Like a, a good example is like, let's go back to the, the weight loss theme. Uh, if you wanna lose weight, you want a more a healthy diet, right? So you're going to the, like the, the bigger goal is to lose weight, become more healthy, blah, 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 naked Grayson, Jason Greystone or shirtless Gray, Jason Greystone, however you prefer to imagine it. Um, that is your big picture goal. So that is the, the future goal, the dream goal, which has you excited. But what doesn't have you excited is the doing it now. Now, well, what you want to do is you want to create a commitment device. You want to do something now in the present that is going to help you commit to that goal in the future. So if we're going to the grocery store, because I always love grocery store um, examples. I think it is the one of the greatest places for supply and demand and so many other different battles, right? If we want to stop eating desserts, if you want to stop eating treats, if you want to stop drinking sugary drinks, what can we do now to stop that from happening in the future? Well, if I buy a whole bunch of drinks, desserts, sugary stuff, right? Then I'm more likely to drink it later because I have it right in front of me. I can go into my fridge and I can grab it. I can go into my cabinet and I can grab it, right? So now it's that fighting that hard battle of like, ooh, I knew I, I know I shouldn't, but uh, I want to, I should, and eventually you you give in because the instant gratification of like ah, sugar feels a lot better than the pain of like, oh, no sugar, right? Water. Um, but if I'm in the grocery store right now and I take the act of never buying that stuff, I erase that dilemma in the future because now when I get that urge to have a sugary treat or a drink, it's not right there in front of me, right? So it's kind of like a block. We In, in, in trading, we call it a, a pattern interrupt, right? Something we put, um, we talk about with trading psychology where you're, you're you know, if you're likely to make a mistake in a certain situation, you analyze your, your kind of like your, your own psychological battles in trading and you're likely to make a mistake every time blah, blah, blah happens. If you put a pattern interrupt in there, it's a blocker that stops you from making that mistake. And then in order to make that mistake, you have to go around that blocker. And typically when it takes more work to do something, we're less likely to do it. So with the food, right? Yes, I can still have a sugary snack or a drink, but that means putting clothes on, getting in the car, driving to the store, going back to the store, right? It takes, it's a whole deal, right? And for me, it's not worth like, I'd rather just eat a banana or an apple or something like that, than take the time to do all that stuff. So it throws in, because you don't have it right in front of you at the moment, it makes you work more 
to, I guess, fulfill that desire. And most people don't want to work more. So it kind of blocks you. So it's an action now that you can take to stop yourself from doing it later. So a trading example um, would be like if you're someone that goes crazy while you're watching trades. Let's say you enter a trade and you're watching it tick up, tick up, tick down, tick down. And you know, whenever you do that, you're like, uh, stop myself off a profit or move my stop loss back. You're making these mistakes, right? How can you throw in a pattern interrupt, right? What can you do now to stop yourself from doing that? Well, simple. Push that X button on the top left or right hand corner of your screen and turn that chart off, right? Now that the chart's off or walk away from the computer, now that the, the chart's off, the computer's off, you're no longer in that situation. You've thrown in little obstacles. Now you have to come back, put the chart back on, load up your blah, 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 check it. It's all these extra steps you have to do to make that mistake. So you gotta be really, really, really dedicated to make that mistake versus it just kind of being an impulse thing. And those little kind of, those little things make a massive difference. Another good example, more in the personal finance aspect is like, people have a lot of trouble saving money, right? They set up their account where it's like, okay, you know, I get my paycheck, I'm supposed to save 10%, I'm supposed to put 20% there, 30% here, blah, 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 right? And then before you know it, it's like, I'm gonna buy something with this 10% and I'll just, I'll just do 20% next, you know, next uh, paycheck to make up for it. Well, and, and this is a, uh, a thing I took from what is it called, The Automatic Investor. I forgot the name of that book. Someone took it from me. I think it's called The, the Automatic Millionaire. I forgot the, the name of it, but a really, really good book. Um, where they spoke about, hey, if you automate it, it takes the temptation to pull from it out of out of the equation. So if you automate your paycheck where, hey, every time your paycheck comes in, 10% of that automatically goes into your savings account for your bank account, you no longer see that 10%. And because you no longer see that money, you're no you don't you're not tempted or you can't unless you're going all the way to your bank account to pull it back out. You, can, you can't now take that money and spend it on something else because it's already gone where it's supposed to go. So think about what are things you can do right now that are going to help you avoid kind of the, the danger and the self-sabotage later. That is the, the first step of fighting that procrastination. Step number two, reduce the friction of starting, right? Getting starting is, uh, getting started, excuse me, is hard. I got a, another quote for you. I actually wrote down the person for this quote, but on a moment-to-moment -moment basis, being in the middle of doing the work is usually less painful than being in the middle of procrastinating. What this means is that we think it's this painful thing to do whatever we're supposed to be doing, but it's actually less painful than kind of doing nothing. The hardest part is getting started and think about any aspect of your life, you'll, you'll, find, you'll probably find that to be true as well, right? If we can just get started, once we've gotten started, then it's like, ah, okay, you know, we're, we're doing it, we're fine. But if we never get started, that's the scary point, right? A good old uh, cold pool example is, 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 is a perfect one for this, right? You're at a, um, you're at a, my, my kid had this once, my kid was at a, uh, a birthday party. It was a swimming birthday party. And my kids are up and down whether they like water on this particular day, he did not like water. So we're at this water park. All the other kids are playing. He's sitting there on the outside. He's sitting there on the outside. I'm like, hey, man, you know, get in. Just dip a toe in, blah, blah, blah. The water's fine. He's like, no, 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 not doing it. I'm like, come on, man, blah, 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 blah. Water's fine. No, 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 no. So then I'm like, okay, we're just going to sit here. I don't care. We're going to sit here. I'm on dad duty, whatever. And time goes by and I keep telling him, like, hey, man, I'm like, we got about 20 minutes left until this birthday party is over. So, like, we can either waste this whole birthday party or you can get in. And it finally hit him. The, 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 the fear of, of not going in the water 
was less than the fear of like missing out with playing with all his friends. So he went in, dipped a toe in, then he had fun. Well, like once he was in, he was fine, but it was just clearing that initial hurdle of getting into water to have fun, and then he was fine after that. It's the same thing with a lot of our goals, right? We are, you know, getting, you know, doing our goals or achieve or getting started on our goals is the hardest part. Once we start doing them, it's really not as big, bad, and scary as it seems. Again, that goes for anything in life, just getting off the couch and doing something, right? Getting to the gym. Once you get to the gym, you're more likely to work out. It's just getting in the car and driving there, which is the hard part. For me in trading, this was a big one for me where I never took trading seriously because it, it, I was afraid to get, I, I was start it, but I wasn't start it the right way. Um, and then it, it started hitting me that, man, like time is ticking, time is ticking, time is ticking. I haven't made any progress. So for me, and then this is an extreme example, you know, I quit three of my jobs to pursue trading and I got started. I said, I, I needed that boost where I had to quit all of my jobs. I needed that motivation where it's like, Akil, you got to do this or you're doing nothing else to get started. And then once I got started, I was like, man, this isn't that that bad at all. So I'm not advising that you guys go out there and, and quit your jobs. But for me, it, it took, I needed to kind of put myself in a position to force myself to get going. I needed someone to push me and there's no one there but me. So I had to push myself to get going. And then once I got going, I, I never regretted it from there at all. Now, I know this is easier said than done. And like I said, I, I don't advise that you kind of do it the way I did it, but start with something small, you know, start with slowly breaking out of that comfort zone. That doesn't have to be big and extreme, like quitting your jobs and going full-time trading, but it could be as simple as, hey, I'm going to take 15 minutes out to watch this YouTube video that I was supposed to watch, but kept procrastinating on and never did. I'm gonna you know, take 30 minutes to listen to three or four episodes of the Trading Coach Podcast. Right. Uh, you know, start with these small battles of saying yes. And what will happen is as you start saying yes more and you start seeing that when you say yes and you actually do what you are supposed to be doing, you, you get kind of rewarded for that. You're going to start saying yes and yes and yes and more. It's going to become more of a ritual. It's going to become more of a routine. You're going to get more immune to it. So again, one first time you go in the pool, it's a little bit scary. You dip a toe in and ah, then you dip an ankle in, then you dip a knee in. Before you know it, now you're jumping right into the pool. You're no longer kind of feeling it out to make sure the water's okay. You're just doing cannonball, right? Right into the pool. And because you know that once you go in, you're fine. The biggest hurdle is just getting started. So start small, then work from there. Number three. We talk about this a lot on the platform, and this is the the biggest reason we developed a trading platform and not just trading courses. You know, we'll tell you all the time, trading courses don't work. You need a community. You need an environment. Number three is accountability, right? You have to hold yourself accountable. And this starts with kind of I will statements, right? This is very similar to like the Tony Robbins um, affirmations where it's like you look yourself in the mirror and say, you know, I will be a successful trader. I will do better with nutrition, right? But with these I will statements, because we're looking at goals, right? Let's start with uh, being as specific as possible. So having specific dates, specific times, specific places, right? I will get started back testing on January 2nd at 3:30 p.m. and I will do it for 1 hour. You know, whatever it may be for your 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 goals, right? But create those I will statements, create them in advance and when it comes down to it, actually follow through with them. Now, the way you hold yourself even more accountable and to give yourself maybe a, a 2 to 3 more times a chance of being successful and following through is to 
make it public, you know, either public to an accountability partner. If you have someone, a, a, a partner, a, a best friend or someone that you met that's in the same industry that's going through the same journey with you. Right. Let them know what you're going to do and have them hold you accountable. You know, we encourage this on the, uh, the tier one trading platform at a time. Have an accountability partner where our traders will meet up maybe once a month on a Friday and just say, hey, you know, where are you at? You're supposed to be here. You said you're going to do this. Did you do it? Did you do it? Right. And again, that little bit of outside pressure is that push you need to get going. You know, imagine that you told your best friend that you were supposed to do something. And then all of a sudden, right, end of the month comes, you're like, crap, you know, I didn't uh, I didn't get started yet. You're like, either you better do it or you live with the shame of being that person that wasn't accountable. And it, it's human nature to kind of want to fit in. We don't we don't want to be losers, right? We don't want to be that person. We want to fit into the community. And if you have a, a community that is positive, we don't want to be the, the negative person. We want to fit in because we will feel shame. So have those partners. If you're someone that doesn't have those partners, right? Do it on social media, right? I do this all the time with working out. The track and field team that I coach does this all the time where they have accountability groups where, you know, right now they're on winter break. So they've had about a month on their own where they're, they're not having organized practice. And it's very hard to get out in the cold weather and, and do the type of workouts that we do. So what they do is they get on Snapchat and every day they share a story where it's like, hey, go into the stadium today to do blah, 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 blah. Or, hey, just got done my workout, blah, 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 blah. Because what it does is by putting it out there, now they they have to follow through with it, one, right? They feel that pressure. They don't want to be a liar. They, they don't want to find out. And we had this happen uh, last year. We don't want someone lying that they're working out and they're not lying because then you lose your, your trust within your tribe. And again, you don't want to be the outcast from the tribe. But two, on the days that you don't want to do something, you're encouraged by others. So on a day where someone's like, ah, man, it's a lazy Sunday. I don't really want to go out. And you're you're scrolling through your phone. And all you, all you see is your friend saying, hey, I just did this. Hey, I'm going to do that. You're like, ah, oh, I probably should do something, shouldn't I? Then you go out and do it. And again, once you get started, you're typically fine. So those are three tactics that you guys can use to help with procrastination. Again, in fact, I'll leave you with this last quote before we leave. James said, your ability to delay gratification is one of the greatest indicators of your future success. Think about it. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. As always, leave me a rating, leave me a review, leave me your comments um, beneath. If you have any advice, any uh, words of encouragement, motivation, or any tactics that you use to kind of stop yourself from procrastinating. Again, the Trading Coach Podcast is not just a podcast, it is a community where we all try to help each other out. So I definitely read through all the answers. I publish them if they're on Spotify so I can um, make them public so other people can read as well so we can keep kind of the ball rolling in hold each other accountable. So hope you guys enjoyed. Hope that the face didn't discourage you from listening to the whole thing. And until next time, plan your trade, trade your plan. Take care.